Welcome back to the podcast where international students discuss about topics that matter. My name is Jordana Kulume and this is Us in the U.S. Hello and welcome back to Us in the U.S. Today is the first episode in English and I'm with a very special guest. Yuji, hello, how are you? Oh, uh, hi, I'm doing well. How about you? I'm good. I'm good. So, Yuji, you're a senior right now. You're in Florida State in Tallahassee, Florida. So tell us a little bit about you. Like, who's Yuji? Hi, guys. So my name is Yuji. And I'm from Shanghai, China. So this is my um, senior year in Florida State. What, what's your major here in FSU? Uh, so I'm, right now I'm doing social science major. And I'm planning to take the COVID year to uh, get another bachelor degree. So uh, I'm not sure yet about the another uh, bachelor degree. But so far, yeah, social science is my major. Yeah, and you play soccer not only for FSU, you also play for the Chinese national team. So obviously you're like great soccer player. And why did you decide to come to the U.S. all the way from China? Because I know that a lot of players from Europe or Latin America countries, they decide to come um, to the U.S. And obviously like uh, soccer or football in Europe and Brazil, Argentina is like very big, but it's not that popular in China. Like, why did you decide that, okay, the U.S. is the best option for me? Yeah, that's a really good question. So there are basically like two major reasons like why I'm here. So the first is like, uh, it is kind of important time for me as a athlete, but also like the time that I need to go to the college to get like my degree for my future job, for like my uh, retire from soccer like I need to find a job with a good major so it's important for me to have a, a college degree but at the same time I can still perform well on soccer and like playing a high level intensity game so this is one of the reason like why I came here uh, I think the second reason was um, I remember that was the 2000 ah I sorry I can't remember it's like 16 or 15 the World Cup, mm -hmm. and uh, um, United States, they won the first uh, champion title. And the way they played yeah. really impressed me. So I was like, ah, oh, mm -hmm. I really want to explore more from this country, from the soccer part, and I want to learn more from them. So you come from Shanghai, all the way in China. Um, how does your recruitment process look like? Because I know that depending on the country and the sport and all that stuff, it's like different. So in your case, how was it to... Um, get in touch with coaches and schools and decide where you wanted to go. How was it? Uh, so first of all, it was like a couple of my coaches, they were mentioned about NCAA in the United States. And that was the first time I heard about this. And then when I need to make the decision, either I go pro directly when I graduate from high school or make another choice. So then I... I'll ask more information about NCAA and then my coach finds some like uh, connection back in US 
and then uh, they found some school that I I wasn't really interested in, but also I know some friends they like study in U.S. and they love women's soccer, so somehow I got connection with them, and they were helping me to find like uh, different colleges and they introduced me how the NCAA actually works in different league like ACC, Big Twelve like this league, and then eventually. I wrote different emails to different、uh, college, and send my、uh, videos to them, like my highlights from my previous experiences, the game experiences highlights, and then I send to them, and then yeah, basically the school chose me. Okay, so it was you that wrote,、um, that got in touch with the coaches, right? Because、mm-hmm. um, for instance, in Spain, there's a lot of agencies that their job is to. Um, put the player in in touch with the coach. In this case, it was you. And in fact, like this is a funny、uh, thing to explain. Like I got in touch with my coach too, and it was thanks to you back in 2019. So I know that there's people that believe the the only way to get here is through agencies or doing the traditional process. But it's also possible to do like by yourself. You don't always need.、Um, Someone in the middle, and that's that's something interesting to know for everyone that might be interested in coming to the U.S. So, for you, what was the most complicated step during the recruitment process?、Um, I think it should be the like I have to take a lot of、uh, language tests, and I have to take the American SAT tests, which is like kind of different to me, and it took a long time to register and actually take them. Or if I didn't get a great score and I have to retake them, so I think that's the most complicated part. Were you learning English back in China before starting the process and stuff? Yeah, I learned English, but it's kind of like different. It's kind of like yeah, we start learning when we were young, but school back China for an、um, athlete is different too for、uh, compared with normal people. So I didn't have that much.、Um, Time to study, actually, like focus studying in English or or subjects, but like I learn by myself sometimes. Yeah, that's really good. Yeah, um, when I was younger, my parents like I went to school with like normal people, like non-athletes. Um, so it's kind, of, it was kind of kind of hard to balance both school and soccer. But I also went to an English school, and. All my teachers were American, and so I was like kind of used to the American accent and stuff. But I actually grew up learning British accent,、um, British English in school. So that like switch of like accents and some words are different. That was like kind of hard. But for me, the TOEFL, I had to take the the TOEFL exam. That w- that was not really hard because I was like pretty used to all this kind of test from school and my English school. And I remember when I was like 12, that that's when I decided that I wanted to come to the U.S. I started like reading and watching TV and all the shows I would watch. It would be in English just to kind of start getting used to hearing English all the time. So obviously, like self-learning can be very beneficial to everyone that want to learn the language. You don't always need to go to English schools and all that stuff. So you can like actually teach yourself just like you did, right? That's cool. You know that you want to come U.S. when you're twelve. Yeah, it's just because I feel like everywhere outside the U.S.,、uh, 
um, if you want to be a, an athlete that compete in like a high level, but at the same time you want to get like a good education, it's really hard. I have friends back home that they're playing pro right now and they're taking um, just half the credits for college, which means that they will get their degree in like seven, eight years. While here in the US, you and I, in like, we can't even get our degree in 3.5 years, which is awesome. And at the same time, we get to play at college level, which is amazing. That's one of the main reasons I think the US is one step ahead of the rest of the countries in the education and, and school system. So now you're at FSU, um, but before choosing or deciding to come to Florida State, like what? What other schools did you consider and what was your priority? Like, was it academics? Was it like the weather, the location or soccer? Because I know you want to be a soccer player. So was soccer the most important thing for you? Yeah, for me, yeah. So my coach was introducing me to um, different, I think it's D2 level colleges. And I was like, yeah, that could be a good starting starting point for me to contribute more. but. Then I was like, why don't you just why don't I just try the D one level and see how I'm actually going? So like I I just considered the D one college first, and then I was also consider the weather. Like uh, I'm not looking for the weather too cold. It's like all snowing in the winter and there's no place to play, or like yeah. extremely hot. But I mean, Florida's pretty hot, yeah. so I I, I kind of used to it. And then it's like, yeah, mostly it's soccer part. Um, yeah, because like, let's, I don't know if people might know this, but Florida State in women's soccer is one of like the top five programs in the country. A lot of um, professional soccer players that are now either in the NWSL or Europe have played for um, FSU. And actually in 2018, that was your freshman year, you won the national championship. So you're new. Um, you're a freshman, you come all the way from China in the first year, you, you're a national champion and freshman of the year, which basically means that you were like the best freshman in the country. How did you live that experience, especially being like your first year here in the States? Because obviously coming from another country, it's hard and to adapt and a new soccer style and stuff, but it turned great because in the, your first year, you, you're at the top. You cannot go higher or anything can, can be better, right? Yeah, that was like literally out of my expectations. I wasn't even thinking about getting national champion or even get like a freshman of the year. Like, I have never heard about those like ACC first team or these all the titles. Like, I heard literally heard about them when I actually got them. And I wasn't expecting anything. I was thinking first year, I was just trying to do my best and perform well and get used to the environment first and the language part and learning the style of the playing in United States and that's all my all I was thinking but yeah that was really out of my expectations but I appreciate that because back that time we had really great team uh, amazing seniors in our teams and who like help all the freshmen the sophomore we just um I think we had a really great team and I love the team bounding we had also so his eyes 
I was saying before, there's, for instance, like I know that Dana Castellanos played for Florida State and you actually played with her and she's now in Spain playing for Atletico de Madrid, which is one of the best teams in Spain. Um, is that what you want to do after college? After you're done with your master's or like all your eligibility, do you want to go to Europe? Do you want to stay in the U.S.? Maybe go back to China? What are your plans for um, post-college? Yeah, I think this is a question for every um, student athlete here to think about. Either stay here or go back home or playing um, overseas again. I'm, I'm actually still thinking about this and I'm trying to find more um, opportunities that I can discover. But... I would love to take more challenges, like why I came here. The first time I came here, I because I'm willing to take the challenges. So I don't mind where I'm actually playing in the future. But yeah, as long as like I, I'm willing to. Is um is soccer very different in China of how it is in the U.S.? Um, like you mean the playing styles or yeah? Uh, from playing styles, I would say just. If you see Chinese team is part of Asian team that um, we're more focused on tech techniques and um, I would say U.S. is more aggressive and bo more body contact like how you can see the football play. Sometimes you can actually see the football playing style in the soccer field. So that's kind of amazing to see that. But yeah, definitely the body contacting and aggressiveness. Because I know that you're a very technical player. I've seen you play and you're not the tallest, you're not the strongest. Like, was it hard to come here? And I know in the U.S. it's um, not everything about, but they're really focused on um, strength and weight room and being physical. Was it hard for you to um, transition to all this um, soccer culture? Uh, I think just as a player, yeah, I'm definitely not the tall players or fast players or like really powerful players i'm just like in the medium medium shape player and with like kind of good tech techniques and see the games um better a little bit than other people but like back home there there are a lot of people like chinese players they're fast and strong like we do a lot of training back home like running or weight room like i i wasn't the best definitely i'm not the best player to do all these things so when i came here there are a lot of like um conditioning trainings that like beep test is one of them but before beep test there are other type of conditioning trainings that like exhausted me i i i see them as a i could not say that nightmare but it kind of like drives me crazy sometimes Yeah, I completely understand because I'm 5'2", and I come from, like, obviously Spain. is like, we just want the ball all the time. So when I got here, they were like, get on the line. And that that's, like, the worst thing I could ever hear because I just, I don't really like running. I'm I told you, I'm 5'2", I'm small, tiny. I just, like, like to have the ball. And here I feel special in college soccer. Soccer is, like, very crazy that it's really hard to dominate the whole game and have um, 90% of possession. Like it's really hard. So I've, I've been struggling with all this physical part of, and people here, they're like 
true athletes. There's these like six foot tall um, American girls that have been in the weight room since they were 12 years old and competing against them, even though they might not be like the most technical, it's really hard, especially I feel like for players like you and me that come from a very technical um, soccer style. Yeah, I know that that's definitely, um, but I would say it, it actually help you uh, the performance when you back to the field because you need that those type of um, body contact, those like fast running or running to compete with other people that it actually helps a lot. Yeah, especially now that I feel like most national teams like from Europe or Asia, they've realized that um, they need to be like super fit and super strong and they've started like focusing more on the physical aspect of the game. Um, so in the next couple years we have, uh, I think it's in 2023, there's a Women's World Cup. Um, do you think you can make it? I hope. That, that could hope. be one of my dream, yeah, my biggest dream right now. To represent your country in a World Cup, that's your biggest dream? Yeah, that, that's always my biggest dream. Even before I came here, yeah. Because as a player now, not even a student athlete, like as, as a soccer player, what's your biggest aspiration? Like, I don't know, to win a Champions League or to win a World Cup or an Olympic gold medal? Like, what's your biggest aspiration? For now, I'm looking for one more um, national championship in Florida State. Uh, but also, yeah, be just in student. Uh, for athlete in general, I was looking for more from um, in the national team performance. Um, it's probably hard to get the first title, but at least like top three or yeah. quarterfinals, like, you know, just could represent for your country. Yeah. Okay, and now to um, start wrapping it up, what is something that you think people might not know or expect from the experience of being a student athlete here in the U.S. Because I know that usually people tend to think that studying in the U.S. is it's super cool and it's like everything's perfect, but obviously there's a part that it's not that easy. Like, what is it for you? Um, I think the part is definitely language part that to um, study with a different languages in a in English country and to get a good degrees, good grades, get um, better performance in your academic part. It's even it's hard for not like non-athletes, even it's hard just for international students to do that. But at the same time, you have to handle the pressure from your um, sports team that you need to yeah. perform well in your team. You have to compete your spot and you need to handle the failures of the game. Like these all sort of pressures and those two pressures combined the same time, it's hard to um, solve it by yourself if you just be by yourself and being a lonely kid. It's like if you can find help from other people, Absolutely. like either coaches or your friends or like a, even a psychologist that you can talk through things and let them to understand you more. How is your pressure and how's um, life for you? And they will understand you more and you have time and uh, you have a space to share with them and that helps you a lot in this environment. But I, I think Absolutely. there's a, yeah, there's another part that um, 
I think it's the away trip. Because for away trip, that you probably have two games, Thursday and Sunday. So you travel on Wednesday. It means that you're going to miss the whole rest of the week of classes. So no one going to make up. Or maybe you can call the professor or email the professor and say, hey, I'll do my explain more about the lectures for me. But, yeah. but mostly they won't. So you have to study by yourself. At the same time, there's an exam coming. So it'll be hard mm-hmm. to do this during the away trip. I would say away yeah. trip will be the hardest part. Okay, for me, at least, in my experience, all my professors have been super helpful. All the times that we've been away, they actually record their lectures and then they send them to us, which is like really helpful. And they offer to meet on Zoom for office hours while we're, we're away. And they've been like super helpful. They're being like, they've changed the due date of some assignments. So I can really like um, complain about this part, but I know it's hard to sometimes, especially during season that you travel a lot to me, you're missing a lot of school. And especially if school is not in your first language, it's hard to just like cope with everything. So I, I completely agree with you. Right. So that will be all for today, Yuji. Thank you so much for being with us today and best of luck for the rest of the season. Thank you so much. Thanks for joining me today in another episode of the podcast that discusses topics that matter with international students here in the U.S. Don't forget to follow us on Instagram at us in the U.S. Pod. My name is Jordana Kulume and this is us in the U.S. <laughs>